to the Money Mentors Podcast. Here with your Money Mentors, Gary Matson and Laurel Stewart this week. I'm Jennifer Perry. This podcast is for you. So if you have a retirement question you'd like us to address, reach out to us online anytime at matsonfinancial.com. We have talked all year here on the show about the so-called great resignation and the exodus as millions of Americans have quit their jobs. And that is causing some additional stress for the workers who were left behind. I'm sure you're seeing this kind of play out in the conversations you're having with people there at the office every day right now. So how are you helping your clients figure out what their options are as we see really this whole work environment change drastically on us? First off, I got to share that I'd like everybody to do this, at least for the month of December. Okay. Anytime you see somebody working and they're struggling, just go out to them and say, thanks for working. Yeah. Nothing more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to find out that, hey, I'm having a bad day. Things aren't going the way I wish they were. And somebody's appreciating me being here. That's fantastic. We even talk about people in the service industry that normally don't get tips. Mm-hmm. We've been giving a little tip and saying, thanks for being here. Right. You know, from the busboy in the restaurant to other people at the gas stations. Hey, thanks. I want to buy you a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really do appreciate it. And we need them. I'm not, I'm, I mean that sincerely. So that's one thing that goes on. The second is to kind of look at it that, you know, We've had clients actually say to us, you know, I'm working three and four jobs and I'm I'm ready to leave. I'm done with this. I told my boss I'm not staying. And we talked to them about that and saying, okay, are you done because you're just physically and mentally worn out? And they usually go, yes. I said, now, if you didn't have that kind of stress, would you stay? Well, absolutely. I love my job. I just don't like those other things going on. Hmm. Then we encourage them to talk to their boss, say to them, here's the choice. Either this gets done or I'm done or... Another one is saying, I'm planning on retiring. I want to come back as a consultant, work part-time, and choose your hours, negotiate that out. So if you want to, you can kind of ease into retirement. Yeah. We have clients that are working 10, 12, 15 hours a week, taking the times where everybody else doesn't want to take, Mm -hmm. you know, working weekends. They've got Monday through Friday to do the things that most people do on weekends, and nobody's around. They're yeah, loving it. Nice. And guess what? They get triple pay or double pay on the weekends, so they're enjoying it as well. And having time to do things with the family, grandkids and those type of things, all sports activities are generally during the week, so they're enjoying it as well. Very good. Not a related note here, Gary and Laurel. Forbes recently encouraged workers to go ahead, ask your boss for a raise now, because if nothing else, you need to deal with higher inflation. So any advice on what to do if someone gets that raise or maybe a year-end bonus? And what about retirees? Can they also give themselves a raise? Hmm. Well, first off, if you're our team members and listening to the show, this does not include you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. When it comes to getting a raise, You know, it's something that we like to think about is you didn't have that money. You weren't counting on it. So a good rule of thumb is rewarding yourself. You know, we talked about that. Can they reward themselves with that rate? Absolutely. But also put with a portion of that rewarding themselves, but a portion of that is putting away or, you know, paying off debt, whatever that looks like there on the finance side of things, because you do deserve it, especially now more than ever in the last couple of years with what we've seen to take advantage of that, but also making sure you're properly planning and not just spending it all, as nice as that seems. Yeah, and here's a great way to approach your boss, is that write down the things that you were doing prior to COVID and writing down the things that you've taken over because of COVID and giving them a reason to agree with your raise. Now, you may not get as much as you're asking for, but you're going to get 100% more 
than what you didn't ask for. <laughs> it's kind of the old Michael Jordan. I miss 100% of the shots I don't take. Yeah, absolutely. Now, be reasonable in, in thinking that, you know, understand that your boss may or may not be able to give you that raise depending on what's going on with that business model. Mm-hmm. You know, the restaurant industry and some other industries that are out there are very, very much in tune with knowing that it's really tough out there, even getting good product to feed to their customers. So understand where you're at, what you bring to the firm, give that in a concise way, and you'll find out that your boss will look at you in a different light also saying, yep, this is good information, and let him come back and tell you what you can do. Yeah, it's a great conversation to have. And, you know, Forbes makes another great point, too, here is that if your paycheck's not increasing right now, you're actually losing money because of inflation. Yeah, just remember that that's something that you have to do because when you drive to work, you're going to use gas, you're going to use certain things, they're costing more. And while you're going the same route, it's costing you more each day. If you're even eating out, those type of things, the cost have risen. In fact, in our office, we've done a lot of having meals brought into the office because I don't want team members going out and catching anything. Mm -hmm. And so we pay for those people to bring those meals to us. So once again, costs have risen. So keep that in mind when you're looking at it. And that's the same thing when you're looking into retirement. You know, you're still taking and going to the grandkids' activities like baseball or or basketball, whatever going on, or you're going to travel. We actually had clients go to Europe this year, traveled on a cruise line, and they found out there was a lot more things they had to do, and they couldn't do special excursions. They had to stay within the groups. So they cost more. So just to understand that travel is going to cost you more. Gas is more expensive. So everything that deals with that through all the supply chains, including travel, is going to hit that. Mm -hmm. And if you're not building, you're going backwards. Real life lessons about your retirement. You're listening to the Money Mentors Podcast. I had an interesting conversation with a gentleman the other day that really doesn't kind of fit this whole media narrative, though, on what people are reporting about the labor shortage and maybe some of the laziness of American workers right now. This guy is 65. He happens to love his job. Kind of reminds me of Gary over there. I say that. And he doesn't want to retire anytime soon. He's like you, Gary. He's like, as long as I feel good and I enjoy what I do, I'm going to keep doing it. So he saved. He's invested for the future. He has zero debt. He told me, he, you know, he's already paid off the house. He and his wife are kind of living great. It's not about the money saved, but he just wants to keep working. So how would you approach helping someone with that kind of mindset in that situation? You know, the first thing I think about due to him still working is happy with what he's doing, doesn't have debt, is looking at the amount of money he has saved, learning, you know, what kind of qualification of money is that? And what I mean by that is, is it pre-tax, meaning it hasn't been taxed yet, or is it post-tax, or, you know, is he having a Roth IRA, or what does that look like? Because if he has a lot of money in a 401k or a similar plan, which hasn't been taxed yet, and he's going to keep working, he's now deferring those taxes until definitely 72. Correct. When we're going to now look at required minimum distributions, because he's going to be required to take a certain percentage out of his portfolio and start paying taxes on it, regardless if he needs it. He might be still working when he's 72. Now he has income coming in from work like he still does, Social Security, and then also now you're going to add in RMDs. Mm. And if you know it's a million dollars in his 401k, that's a substantial amount of RMDs there. And now he has a tax bomb. So it's really good for us to look at that now and see, is there any wiggle room with his tax rates? And maybe a Roth conversion would be appropriate for him. And remember that if you're still working past 72 and you Mm -hmm. have required minimum distributions, what you want to make sure of two things. One is that you haven't moved money out of your 401k to an IRA 
because in retirement, you're going to have to take the required minimum distributions even though you're working. Now, if you're working at 72 and beyond and you're still contributing to your plan and it's a 401k or type of plan like that, you will not have to take out RMDs or required minimum distributions while you're working and still contributing to the plan, even though you're over 72. Yes, okay. very important to note that. So that's something that I didn't mention, but this is another one step further of everything that we look at as we go through and check these boxes. So that's what we talk about a lot. When you walk in the door, hey, I'm working, I'm going to work a long time. We had a doctor that just retired at 77 and has Ooh. not taken any required minimum distributions yet because, again, she was working for her employer, put still putting the plan. Now it came up next year, she hits the new table, so it's a lot higher money she has to take out. Uh, yeah. But the good news is, she wants to. She wants to spend some of it. Want weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Fee-based financial planning and investment services are offered by Matson Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services offered through Lakeview Financial Group, LLC, Matson Financial Services, LLC, and Lakeview Financial Group are affiliated. To find out if Matson Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 800-536-8907.